Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Join me are my co-host, Joseph. Yellow. And Jehu. You know, I didn't think about what that would be like on a, on a microphone. Uh, and in my ears, it did not sound great. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you may have to go back to the phone for the cacaz, bro. Well, you know what? I, I might be getting burnt out on cacaz. Maybe starting next week, I might start trying out new intros. Oh, that's going to be sad, but you do whatever you got to do, buddy. Probably welcome. Season three of Real Phonies. <laughs> uh, we're here to talk about our first... Listener submission, Lamageddon. Thank you to our buddy Chris, who I, I'm putting quotes on buddy here. Uh, <laughs> I'm no I longer friends with Chris. I was about to say, I don't feel like any real friend would have done this to me. <laughs> uh, this movie is uh, about a llama from space that comes to Earth on a murder rampage. And it looks like it was made by... I'd not even say like college students. It just was made by bored people. Yeah. <laughs> when we get to talking about it, I'll get to why, but I 100% believe this was just a group of friends hanging out and too many of them showed up. Yeah, could be. Could, what are we going to do with all these people? Let's make a movie. <laughs> I just want to say before we go any further, before I looked up this movie, before I had you know, read one thing about it, put any thought into it more than this. I decided I was going to give it better or worse than Transformers based on one criteria. And that criteria was whether or not Lorenzo Lamez was in it. And he was not, so this is worse than Transformers. That's super fair. Because, I mean, you know, it doesn't seem like it's far below what he would do. He's done schlock for pretty much 30 years straight. But he was not there, and I was sad. I mean, look, I can tell you that I don't know who that person is that you just said, and I have a suspicion based on the quality of the product that was presented to us. I don't think the people who made this know who he is either. The people who made this definitely know who he is. He, he's, he's just a schlocky B-movie shithead. He's most famous for a 90s crappy TV series called Renegade. Yeah, I have no idea who that is. but I can't believe I- neither of you know who Lorenzo Lamez is. That's... I mean, I, I accept that neither of you would have watched anything with Lorenzo Lamez in it, but I'm, it's hard for me to believe you guys have never heard from him. He's just too much of a running joke. Apparently he's in Greece. He uh, is in Greece. That's that's like his one shot at actually being somebody. It all went downhill from there. I mean, he does look familiar. I can't tell you from what, but it does. He's look like familiar. Harry Hamlin if Harry Hamlin couldn't act at all. Yeah. Um, I was kind of surprised though, that there was like not a cameo of somebody. Cause I feel like there was enough thought, not a lot of thought, but enough <laughs> thought to be like, we should try to get someone in here. Um, and obviously there are like, they, they wanted you to compare it to like evil dead. Like, I'm not saying Bruce Campbell would show up in this, but I feel like he could have, and that would have just made it a whole lot better. Right. Just, just popping up in some capacity, a cameo appearance, I think would justify this film's existence a whole lot more. I'm surprised that with the quality of the special effects in this movie, they didn't just splice in a scene from Evil Dead. Yeah, that's a good point. I know for me, when I was watching this, I couldn't help but feel that this was presented as a recommendation to the wrong show. Uh, As much as I appreciate the fact that 
Chris use his his freebie recommendation that I'm not sure he's going to get again uh, to, <laughs> to torture us a little bit. Uh, this is very much up my buddies Zach and Luke's uh, alley with Broke Box Office. All they do is garbage CD F level horror movies that are are found on YouTube or somewhere else. Uh, so this seems very much up their alley. I thought they had suggested this. That's where I thought this had come from. Because I know their thing is they just watch things they can watch for free. Yep. And this was very free. <laughs> this was very free. I will. <laughs> that's another thing I do want to talk about. Uh, but, uh, you, maybe this is what you're going to talk about. But I watched this movie on Amazon. And like one of the, there was like a pop-up video feature for this movie on there. But it was originally cost $1.4 million to watch this on Amazon. That, but before it was like free to watch on Amazon, you there was a price tag of one point four million dollars. <laughs> I love that. I love that better than I love the movie. Yeah, I thought that was pretty great. So I I, f- I feel like there's not actually that much to talk about in the movie. I don't know if we need to get into, into quote unquote spoilers or anything. I think Christian has kind of nailed it in the in the synopsis. Uh, it is alien llama from outer space lands on earth and murders people a bunch of quote-unquote teenagers and you know it's it's no good i think it's worse than transformers i think that's pretty pretty obvious but maybe you guys had different opinions i mean i think it was shooting for a thing that you know was worse than transformers on purpose but i don't think it quite hits even those jokes right I agree. That's that's also one of the things I want to talk about. What about I, you, Christian? I, you know, it's funny. I, I think like this kind of thing, the B movie has kind of faded culturally. Like, I don't think it's much of a thing anymore. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm always interested in why pop culture things go out of fashion besides just, you know, time makes though. But I think the B movie have went out of fashion just because there's so much pornography on your phone. Why would you sit through something like this hoping that a titty <laughs> You know? Yeah, no, I think that's it's, that's it's not point. unreasonable. I mean, I've watched so many things late at night on HBO expecting that, you know, Casper Van Diem sucks, but maybe there'll be boobs in this. <laughs> and um and there's just no need for that anymore. Like the 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 modern teenager can just masturbate so much more efficiently using their phone. They don't have any need for this. <laughs> what an interesting turn this has taken. <laughs> the wonders of our time. Yeah. Um man, I hated this so much. Oh, uh, good. <laughs> it made me miss uh Sleepaway Camp. That's how much I hated this. Hey, Sleepaway Camp's not bad. I think I think Sleepaway Camp's pretty watchable comparatively. It is very watchable comparatively. Uh, but if you remember on that episode, I trashed that movie. I hated it, but this made me miss it. Uh, it definitely feels like it It wants to have a grindhouse meets scary movie vibe, and it just misses the mark completely. Even if it's like a low budget, you know, like self-made version of that, it's just not, it's just, it's just bad. It's a w- waste of an hour and nine minutes. I think uh, for sure, no doubt, I will not get this hour back of my life. Uh, and granted, I waste a lot of hours doing dumb shit, but I was very aware of the fact that this one was going away forever. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, this is bad. But I'm a little easier on it than you guys, because I think that there was, I don't know, you know, when I was in my late teens and early 20s, me and my dumb friends would, my, like, 
make little movies on like VHS and stuff. And, you know, they were just for us to watch, us and our other dumb friends. Uh, for some reason, these guys thought we were their friends. And we're <laughs> not their friends. You know, we, we don't know them. It's not interesting for us to just see them on screen. I mean, I think that's the most astounding part of this. There's no way this whole thing should be more than 15 minutes long. Right. I looked at the the 67 minute runtime and I was like, okay, this isn't bad. But like, shit, this whole thing is is like every single scene is quadruple or more how long it needs to be. 100%. There's just scenes like, you know... uh, what what was the main kid's name? Does anybody remember? Nobody gives a shit. Okay, okay. The you know the 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 chubby dorky kid. Uh, there was a scene of him just going back to shut the door at his grandparents' house, and it's like five minutes. It's like five <laughs> minutes of him walking back to shut the door. By the way, that's the most realistic thing about this house. This house is definitely somebody's grandparents' house. <laughs> yeah, that door is a grandparents' house door. That paneling is. The fucking bookcase with DVDs, not Blu-rays, DVDs on them. This is a grandparent's house. I don't know if we're if we care about spoilers. I also don't know how. No, we're way past that. I okay, think. go ahead. I did enjoy in this movie that the people making it know it's a joke because that death scene in the hot tub got everyone is cracking up. They can, you know, they can hardly keep a straight face. They're just flopping in the pool. There's like one guy who's really trying to sell it, but no one else gave a shit. And I respect that. The hot tub was what I was talking about in that, you know, they killed like six people in the hot tub and then we're like, shit, we need to kill some more people. Let's have two more people show up and die in the hot tub. Yeah, it was great. They just like, oh, ignore the everything going on here. Let's also get in. And yeah, I, I, I love that bit. I thought that bit was funny. Like that was 100% where I decided, yeah, just too many of their friends showed up to this party. <laughs> well, do you guys want to take a guess at uh, how much money was spent making this movie? I was going to guess $1.4 million after Christian said that. But before that, I would have said like probably 600 bucks. I'm going thirty-seven fifty. Oh, well, split somewhere in the middle there is $3,000. Listen, if my price is right rules, I would have won. That's absolutely true. Yeah. Uh, I do say, you know, whenever I see a movie that's this, like, cheap, I spend the whole time thinking about how expensive every single aspect of it was. Right. Uh, I don't know if that happens to you guys. Like, for sure, that helicopter in it was just a buddy of theirs who had a helicopter. Like, they called in a local favor. Oh, and it's somebody only, flew that in. It's only there because they could. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, you know, the animation sequence is not that bad for, you know, comparatively to the rest of the fucking movie, the intro uh, animation sequence or even like the weird middle one of the llama transformation. I, you know, I almost like if this was a movie in that style of animation, I might have enjoyed that. It sort of reminded me of when uh, comic creator Todd McFarlane did a a corn with a backwards K video. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was sort of, it had a similar, definitely whoever did this, uh, did that, you know, obviously didn't do as good a job, but they had seen that shit and thought it was cool. Yeah, definitely the animation and the music at the beginning and whoever wrote the rap at the end, that's where the money was spent. Right. Well, I, I think, I think that was the key and I hope you guys enjoyed that bit as much as I did because I, I hated pretty much every second of this movie, but I do love raps that explain the plot of the movie. Uh, and one, 
I felt like this is exactly the rap that I would write if I had two hours to write a rap for this movie. Right. And I also feel like that uh, that amount of effort that was put into the rap, this rap was way more effort than was put into any other part of this film. 100%. <laughs> yeah, 100%. The world is a worse place now that Will Smith no longer does raps at the end of his movies that explained what happened in his movies. Uh, so I, this harkened back to that era. I tell you the thing that this, this thing brought to film history more than anything else uh, was the idea of having the credits be your entire movie in Fast Forward. Yeah, yeah I kind of yeah. liked it. <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest. It was, in, it was fun to me. Considering it took me four sittings to watch this movie, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that that happened. <laughs> but well, to be fair, that's, that speed is closer to what the speed of this movie should have been. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> I did it all in one sitting. Hurt, you did it in two, right? I did it in two, yes. You guys are much more mentally stable now, I think, than I am. <laughs> yeah. uh, the I, only other thing I wanted to say is there's a weird Forrest Gump reference in this that I can't quite figure out why, other than these people love movies. I Man, I missed that one. What was it? She goes, I'm going to lay down now. I'm pretty tired. Uh, which is much like Force. So I'm going to go home now. I'm pretty tired. Oh, yeah, that's, I did think that was out of place. I just didn't place it as place it's it as a Forrest Gump thing. Totally out of place. She yeah. just has like this random, you know, super southern accent all of a sudden, <laughs> and just lays down on the floor. Like I was like, okay, okay. I, I don't know why this exists, but it's a dumb movie. This is a dumb, it dumb. Movie. It didn't even register to me because of how non sequitur the rest of the dialogue was. <laughs> Oh, and there's uh, the weird sex scene. Yeah, there's, there's just a of lot tongue. of weird scenes. I wonder if the boob that was on the phone was a cast member's uh, boob, or if they just found a random boob on the internet. I'm voting cast member's boob. I think maybe they just found it on Reddit. Well, do we have anything else for Lamageddon? No, I hate this. I hate that I, we had to I do hate, it. I hate this too. I hate you, Chris, listening to this. Chris is not uh, allowed to listen to the podcast anymore. That's what's. I <laughs> know he's he's out forever for sure. But if I I guess I have to say at least a little bit of thank you for for making it an hour. Uh, I I almost I almost called this off because it was so bad when I watched it. But I was like, no, I fell on the army of the dead sword for you guys, and that was three hours long. <laughs> uh, you guys can watch one hour of this. I. Yeah, it you know it should get the award of shorter than Transformers, but somehow it's not. It's not. It's <laughs> not. It's fucking forever. It somehow <laughs> takes longer to watch than Transformers. Yeah, I, yeah honestly, That's I great. wish I had more fun to say about this because you know talking about bad movies is usually more fun than talking about good movies. But something about this, just the whole time, I was a little embarrassed that I was watching it. I, you know, I always I judge things by when I was a little kid. Uh, I was always kept the remote close in case what I was watching was embarrassing when my grandpa Odell walked in. Like, oh shit, I'm going to have to flip this because I don't want Odell to see this. And the whole time I was watching this, I was afraid Odell was going to watch it. <laughs> and I mean, I, th- I think that's super fair because I feel like these kind of movies, and, and like you say, the whole kind of the schlocky B whatever kind of movies, they're a lot more fun to watch with other people. Right. Uh, because, because then it's like a community experience. You're all like, laughing at the same things together uh or at least like making it fun when it's not fun uh whereas when you're doing it by yourself it's just it's just bad and lonely (laughs) it's very it's very lonely and that's that's a good point it was just a sad experience (laughs) what what was with all the fucking mouths yeah it's weird man 
the mouths were upsetting. Mostly because these weren't, and I, I don't want to be mean, but these were mostly non-attractive people. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't want to see most. Also, wh- one more thing. I, there were more zits in this movie in any movie I've ever seen in my life that didn't have zits as a plot point. Mm, that's really gross. I know. <laughs> it's really nasty. If you want to see faces without zits, you got to pay for them. Right. <laughs> I did want you guys, guys spend more than three grand for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did want to go back to something you said here, because normally ragging on bad movies is a lot of fun. But I feel like our brand is not to rag on bad movies. Our brand is to rag on a movie that can be better. Like our <laughs> all of our problems were things that are normally like it doesn't live up to its potential. This has right. no potential whatsoever. <laughs> right. It just is sad. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's totally. I, you know, something, some, some part of talking about it, about this feels like punching down. But also, you know, these guys put it out there. It shouldn't be so easy for me to find. No, for sure. The the fact that this was even available for me to watch with like other real movies, uh, it feels like some kind of disservice in the universe. I tell you what, I'm the most pissed about the shit. I watch this on a fire stick. The shit they're going to recommend to me. <laughs> Because I watch this. I'm all, as soon as it was over, it had recommended me Weekend at Bernie's, which is a 10 times better movie than this, but I still don't want to watch. I feel like this could bring you into a weird middle point because I know you said that Sarah really likes watching artsy horror films. So maybe you can start watching really cheap, really artsy horror films. <laughs> right. Yeah, maybe something like that. That's true. Yeah. All right. I'm getting out of this. Lomageddon, we did it. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, what have we been watching this past week, guys? I didn't watch much, but I would, did want to talk about two things that uh, have started back up on HBO. First one's Hard Knocks, the Dallas Cowboys. I'm not sure they could have picked a more boring team. I just don't care about this football team. And uh, I'm going to keep watching, and I hope it gets better. But Mike McCarthy is not a person, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ezekiel Ellum. Elliot, it's hard not to, you know, see his record. I know that's not fair to him, but I think he's a pretty bad dude, to be fair. Um, and uh, yeah, I just don't, I just don't care. Um, just ignore my two-year-old. That's fine. I want to, I want to comment because old Ju doesn't know a lot about football, and so I want to contextually fill him in. You know, Hard Knocks, they pick a bad football team every year, one that hasn't been in the playoffs for a while, and they, they spend, like, five episodes in the preseason building up, like, oh, this is this could be their year. And you it's, like, an opportunity to get, like, personal with the team. You meet all, like, the rookies and the people who, like, aren't necessarily, like, the superstars, but, like, the people who are, like, this is their job. Um, and you really start, like, it's an opportunity to really root for teams that, uh, or at least people on teams right. uh, that you might not have otherwise done. Uh, the problem is the Cowboys suck from from top to bottom. Right. Uh, Jerry Jones is a fucking old old monster. Right. Uh, you know they they have a bunch of people on their team that have checkered backgrounds, including their star Ezekiel Elliott, the running back. Uh, and my favorite thing, they had 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 a really bad coach for a long time. Right. Uh, whose name was what is his name jason jason garrett jason garrett they who i hated the worst one it made me so mad because it, it made me mad that somebody could get that kind of job you know make that kind of money that kind of like in that public of a setting and be that bad at his job but on the other hand i didn't want them to get a new coach 
because it might mean they get better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and so Jason Garrett finally got fired after like 11 years last year, but they hired the absolute worst person they could have gotten, which is Mike McCarthy, who drove the Packers franchise into the ground. So it's 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 exciting for me for hating the Cowboys, but it doesn't make it good watching, I think, yeah. for if you're trying to root for the Cowboys. Well, one thing I wanted to say, one of my favorite comics is Daniel Tosh, and one of the things I like the most about him is he tells a lot of jokes about sports that I know nothing about, but he knows how to make them funny to me. And saying that dude was not a real person killed me. (laughs) You're welcome. Good work, uh, Christian. Um, uh, The other thing, which is not good TV, is Titans is back. Uh, And I'm the only person, I think, who has watched Titans so far. I can't do it. I just can't. The only reason I haven't watched it is it just looks like those people are all about to strip. They all look like it looks like a porn parody of a superhero show. It's not dissimilar from that for sure. Um, I will say this slowly over season two, which it shouldn't take you this long. I'm just not me defending it. And so far, the start of season three, it really has started to take itself less seriously. There's less of the, you know, fuck Batman. It's like that's the first five minutes of the first episode. And you're like, oh, no, what have I done? (laughs) Um and so there's less of that now, but like, I don't know, spoilers for under the red hood. I don't know if there is people out there who don't know who red hood is, but there, this show does such a weird thing to me, which is in season three, immediately it, they kill off Jason Todd, like right. right at the start of the season, kill off Jason Todd. And then before the end of the second episode, it tells you that red hood is Jason Todd. And to me, that feels dumb. Like, right. even if you know the gimmick, why would you, why even do it if you're going to resolve it in an hour and 15 minutes? I don't, it just, it feels like kind of like a waste. That I, is such a waste, especially you, you, you make me think of immediately, com- comparatively, the animated kids show Teen Titans has the great episode where the, the Red X, which is very much like a, a Red Hood character, returns but we find out it's not robin and it's still a running mystery in the show who the fuck it was uh but it makes it a very like that's a really fun episode and like lore thing yeah i i i think that's a that's a really big missed opportunity because i almost say it would have been cool if red hood turned out to not be jason todd if like the death was like a red herring and it turned out to be someone else that that's you know, it's one of those things where the most interesting thing that character ever did was the mystery of who he was. And to not do anything with that, that sounds like kind of a drag. Yeah, um, it's it's kind of a bummer to me. Like it just it could have been cool or maybe not cool, but you, you could have <laughs> done it different. You could have reinvented it, but uh, it doesn't doesn't work. Yeah, I don't know. I'll probably keep watching it, but it's not better than Transformers. It just is. It is TV with people in costumes. Fair enough. Well, you know, uh, I actually had a big thing I was going to talk about this week. And this is the first time I've ever put this kind of thought into this show. But I really thought, man, nobody's going to listen to Lamageddon. So I'm going to save it for next week. (laughs) I Uh, mean, that's fair. uh, So, uh, but I do still have a couple things to talk about. I, I hit on it briefly last week that I've been watching Ted Lasso. And I've watched a little more of it. I'm up to episode nine of the first season. And man, this is probably just the best show you can watch right now. Yes, it is amen. so fucking good. The ninth episode does something. 
I, you know, I really don't want to spoil it, but it just it gets to a point where it's going to do the thing that you do in storytelling and it doesn't do that. And it's such a great moment. And I love it so much that it makes the whole even if the show had sucked up in that point, I would love it for that scene. And then when it does that, I love it that much more. I really can't recommend this show highly enough. If you're not watching Ted Lasso, start right now. Yeah, I'm glad someone else is because it's it's fantastic. I love it. I'm assuming pe- the people who aren't watching is because they don't have Apple TV. But man, I mean, what does Apple TV nine ninety nine a month do it for one month and why and tear into both seasons? It's really worth it. Um, the other thing I was going to mention is uh. There's a show I've talked about on the show before called The Dark Side of Wrestling, and I've pimped it enough, but it's had a couple, I guess it's it's successful for Vice because it has a couple of basically a spinoff, I guess is the best term for it, shows. There's The Dark Side of Football, and now there's The Dark Side of the 90s. And I've watched a couple episodes of The Dark Side of the 90s, and for the most part, it's really pretty fucking good. Uh, There's a Viper Room episode about Johnny Depp's Viper Room and about River Phoenix dying there and stuff. And uh, the only reason I want to mention that episode is there's a guy who's talking for most of it and you're like, they don't really identify who he is and you're like, oh yeah, this chubby guy must have like uh, ran sound at the Viper Room or something. And then he's the lead singer of Counting Crows. That guy is not doing great. <laughs> he, he he just looks like he seems like a super nice guy, but he is a he is a chubby mess. He just looks he looks like he works at TBS Comics. But the episode I wanted to talk about, they did an episode of uh about Beanie Babies last week, and that shit is just fucking fa- fascinating. I you know I don't know if you guys have much recollection of the Beanie Baby craze and how their world be, would be like whole stores at the mall devoted to or something, but it was just such a phenomenon for a few years. And I really didn't know much about the behind the scene guys or the sort of weird megalomaniac who was behind the Beanie Babies. But man, if you don't watch this whole show, watch the fucking Beanie Babies episode because it's it's really a good time and just really weird. Did you say this is on YouTube? I uh, know this is this is all on Vice. Is Vice a channel? Vice is a channel. Oh, uh, dear. But I'm sure you could find it in some other way. I think Hulu shows Vice. I just mm. don't know if they're up to date with the new shit. Yeah, the Beanie Babies thing does sound interesting to me. It's it's really worth watching. There's uh, there's there's just like a scene for where some Beanie Babies getting delivered to a McDonald's giveaway. The truck crashes, and there's Beanie Babies scattered all over the interstate, and fucking maniacs are getting out of their car and running through traffic to get Beanie Babies. It's fucking insane. <laughs> Very cool. But yeah, that's all I got. Fair enough. Uh, well, I'm going to start non-anime just because I, I suspect people start tuning out after that. <laughs> uh, I watched. Uh, I went back to and finished uh, HBO's Barry, which I'm not sure that either one of you guys have watched. I've watched the first season of Barry, and I don't know why I haven't watched the second season. I think I just forgot about it. You haven't seen any of it, Christian? No, I, it looks good. I just have never like given it the time. Yeah, I had heard it was really, really good, and then I had tried it a while back, and I got through the first two episodes, and I, I think at the time I had registered it as like, I don't like it, this is like, it's too much of an L.A. show, like it's just trying to show me how L.A. it is all the time, 
but having watched more of it and finished the first and second season now, uh, I realize I don't think that's what bothers me about it. You know, if for anybody who doesn't know anything about the show, the concept is it's Bill Hader is a hitman who, uh, while on a hit, gets sucked up into this really bad acting class taught by Henry Winkler, who's proclaiming himself to be a great acting guru, but is, you know, kind of a waning, you know, character actor. And it, it's he uh, Barry decides that he like he really likes acting and he just dis- discovers more of himself through the process even though it's a bad acting class and decides he wants to stop being a hitman and be an actor i think the thing that bothered me about it having rewatched it and made me stop watching it is it reminded me a lot of dexter it's very dexter like yeah uh in the sense that you know it, it's predicated on the fact that everyone is way too fucking dumb to notice any of the shit around them. Um, but the the thing that I even, I think, rubbed me the wrong way more here is that the the their justification isn't necessarily that they're just dumb. It's that the people in his acting class are just, like, so blindingly egocentric uh, about their own shit, about their own, you know, dreams of stardom that they literally cannot notice anything that anyone else around them does. Right. Uh, which... I mean, I like I, I can see how that could be played in a funny way, but it, it felt kind of mean spirited to me uh, right. on a on a rewatch. Like it felt like they were they were attacking a very specific kind of you know person who's trying to make it in Hollywood, and I just like I don't I didn't really like it very much. Right. And then by the time we get to the second season, we kind of drop that, and it mostly just becomes that they become too dumb to notice. So I, I'd say for like the first season and a half. I didn't love it. I like the hitman bit. I like the, like, he's accidentally learning how to express himself and, uh, uh, you know, understand his his own feelings and desires and stuff through, accidentally through this bad acting. It's just that bit I didn't really like. Uh, I will say by the time we get to the last half of the second season, I think they've developed enough of the characters from the acting class that that's not really a problem anymore. So I will continue watching it. But I almost gave up on it again because I was like, oh, I don't really I still don't really get this. But I, I, I do think it pays off in the end. I will say one of the main reasons I, I kept going is Stephen Root is so fucking good in every goddamn episode. <laughs> I know we talk about Bill Hader being good and Bill Hader is good. But Stephen, well, the thing about Stephen Root in it is that he's no different from a lot of the the uh, acting class characters in the show in the sense that he's also kind of a nitwit who just accidentally, you know, made it this far. in, I guess the hitman business just by being overconfident about it. But, and I don't think this is, this is the other actor's fault, but the thing about Steven Root is I don't feel like he's playing that character to make fun of him. He's ridiculous. I laugh at that character, but I don't feel like Steven Root is laughing at him as he's playing him. Right. Uh, and anyway, I, first of all, I think Steven Root is great in fucking everything. Absolutely. I- that guy is 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 the definition of underrated. But uh, I may watch season two of this just because you just reminded me it existed. I'll tell you, I, I like season two a lot more than I like season one, particularly right. particularly the last half. So then after that anime stuff, I watch uh, Words Bubble Up Like Soda Pop based on Christian's recommendation with the wife. Uh, it's delightful. It's better than Transformers. The animation is kind of uh, uh, freakishly fluorescent, uh, but I don't know pretty delightful all the way around you know it's just a a nice little teenage love story kind of thing yeah i feel like the colors are almost jarring 
Yeah. But beautiful at the same time. Yeah, that's that's very much where I landed. Like it felt very like kind of alien, like it's almost like on a different planet. Uh, but it's still like a charming story. And then the other thing that I accidentally watched the whole thing of uh, is a show called Tonikawa. It's a romance comedy sort of thing. Uh, the basic premise is guy meets girl, wants to date girl. Girl says, I'll only date you if we get married first. Uh, and that's the premise. Sounds uh, like my nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not too far from your reality there, champ. Ouch. That's that's actually reasonable. <laughs> And it's it's cute. Like I think it's it's a it's a like a well written, it's a well uh, illustrated show. Like it, it looks good. It's fun. It's it's easy to watch. The thing that I thought was really funny about having seen it now, the whole thing is, you know, I don't know if you guys know, but I think Japan is pretty famous at this point for have being on a severe population decline. They're they're not having new babies. The younger generation is not getting married. There's a lot of nothing happening with the with the younger generation. And I kind of feel like this whole show is just a weird propaganda for marriage. <laughs> uh, the the first episode goes out of its way to show how easy it is to fill out the the marriage license form <laughs> and and how even if you have a full-time job the the government office that approves these things is actually open after hours you can make appointments and show up you know during non-business hours if you can't make it during business hours and it's, there's just like all sorts of little things like that where i feel like it's trying really hard to pitch you on like hey look marriage is pretty easy and like it's pretty cool or whatever you get to like it's socially acceptable to sleep with people so uh Try it, I guess. Uh, I don't know. It's pretty funny. It's a good show. Better than Transformers. You might have sold me on this more than any other anime you talk about. <laughs> That's the one premise that that the, specifically the part that it might be propaganda to get young people to get married. It, like it's like it's not even subtle either. I don't feel like like I feel like there's a story bit, and then there's like, hey, here's a really specific thing that you might need to know if you want to get married. Like <laughs> like here's the thing about engagement rings and how much you should spend on a wedding ring and why you don't have to buy the most expensive wedding ring. Uh, anyway, it's very it's it's good. Anyway, that's all I've been watching. Do we have anything for next week? Uh, we have Susie's recommendation, which I think uh, I hope we'll have more fun with. Animal movies is that right? Animal movies, movies uh. I think centered around animal. I can't remember what she said. Babe. Well, Babe or Babe Pig in the City or <laughs> that's it. that's all Charlotte's we got. Charlotte's Web or oh, yeah, we we'll, we'll talk about. It. Anyway, there's a lot of pig ones for no reason. We'll <laughs> save it for later. Maybe that one. Maybe something else. I can't remember if any new movies or anything come out. But, you know, it might be a surprise next week. We'll see how it goes. All right. Uh, well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, please rate, subscribe, tell your friends about the podcast. Uh, if, if if the person listening to this is Zach or Luke Evans, watch fucking Llamageddon. Uh, and if you're anyone else, please don't. <laughs> you can like us on uh, Facebook and Twitter at Real Phonies and on Instagram at Real underscore Phonies. Thanks to Zach Evans for our and Brian Velasquez for our theme. We'll see you guys later.